Your day just got a whole lot better. You're listening to the Mutual Audio Drama Network. The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance recommended. Three Audio presents Jake Dimes, Range Detective, a tale of the Old West by Pete Lutz, starring the Narada Radio Company. Tonight, Chapter Two, Taming the Man Killer. Tonight, we continue our Western saga called Jake Dimes, Range Detective by Pete Lutz. Our story so far, Range Detective Jake Dimes and his sidekick, Briar Buck, have been sent by the Pinkelson Agency to investigate a series of payroll robberies on the D-Bar-D Ranch in Arizona. So far, they've met the owner of the ranch, Slim Sutcliffe, who has taken Buck on as the new cook, while Jake's gone over to rival Rolling and Ranch under an assumed name to work for Fred Greenslade. Jake has met and seemingly charmed Greenslate's daughter, Chris, while Briarbuck's cooking and hefty frame seem to have made an impression on Sutcliffe's mother, Molly. It's now the morning after Jake and Buck get their new jobs on the rival ranches. Buck, as we learn, has already been accepted as the cook, but if you recall from our last episode, Jake's actual position hadn't yet been established. We meet up with Jake and his boss, Fred Greenslate, at the West Corral Fence. Morning, Mr. Greenslate. Good morning, Dawson. Good to see you up and about. Early riser, that's me, sir. Had a couple of years in the Army. After that, I never could shake an early reveille. Glad to know it, Dawson. I was an Army man myself nigh on to 20 years or so ago. Gives a man discipline, eh? (sighs) Yes, sir. So, what do you want to show me today? Show you, sir? Certainly, young man. You told me yesterday that you possessed a certain number of skills. I'm ready to see whatever skill you'd like to show me. Morning, boss. Dawson. Howdy. Oh, good morning, Hickam. Our new hand here was just about to show me what he's capable of. Oh? And what's that, Dawson? Well, uh, I was wondering if you had a bronc... As needed, Bustin'. <laughs> well, first day on the job and he asks for a bronc. <laughs> what do you think of that, Hickam? Oh, I think we can help him, boss. We still got that roan stallion fireball over yonder in the East Corral. Nobody's been able to break him yet. Fireball? Are you asking to have our new man killed on his first day? No, Hickam. And that won't do. I want Fireball's to... a man killer, eh? Well, Mr. Greenslate... I never yet met a man-killer that weren't eaten out of my hand eventually. Why not let me sit in the mic? Well, Dawson, uh, I must say I admire your confidence. 
but uh, just to be clear, young man, I won't be responsible. This is your decision, agreed? Agreed, sir. All right, then. Hickam, get everything ready over at the East Corral. Word sure did travel fast. Isn't there any work going on today? It's been a long time since anybody's gone up again fireball, boss. You wouldn't begrudge anybody a chance at seeing this, would you? Well, no, I I reckon not. Dawson, uh, you ready, son? Ready as I'll ever be, sir. All right, just go on into the stable there and get some gloves and chaps or whatever you might want to suit up in. Hickam will put Fireball in the chute so you can mount up. Thanks, Mr. Greenslate. There's nothing else I'd want to put on, but I'd be obliged for a few moments alone in the stable. Want to make peace with your creator, eh? Something like that, yes, sir. Morning, Dad. What's all the excitement? Oh, there you are, Chris. I didn't see you at breakfast, dear. No, I went for a ride early this morning. Just got back. What's happening here? Did the South rise again? Nothing like that, no. I hired a new man yesterday, and... uh... Jake Dawson, yes. I've met him. Oh, you have, have you? Hmm. Well, as I was saying, Dawson is going to try to break Fireball this morning. Dad, no! Not Fireball! Why, four of your best men have been badly hurt and nearly killed by that devil. I can't believe you'd force a man on his first day. Force nothing. (laughs) He jumped at the chance to do it, I'll have you know. Well, he either wants to prove himself in the worst way possible, or he's suicidal. I've got to stop him. And what's wrong with a man trying to prove himself? Hey, where are you going? Chris! Arizona Territory. Why not let me sit in my mind? Ha! I never yet met a man-killer that weren't eaten out of my hand. Fool. If you had any brains, Jake, da- What? Who's that? Jake? It's Chris. I came to see if you were alright. Oh, sure. Uh, sure, Miss Greenslade. I'm right as rain. Just, l- l- just looking for my hat. It's on your head. Huh? Oh, why, sure. There it is. Well, I'd better, uh... Jake, you don't have to do this. Well, miss, even I don't, I'll be out of a job. Seems like your pa is expecting me to bust this bronc. That's just it. This is Fireball. No one's been able to bust him. He's near crippled four men that I know of, four strong men who worked for Dad. I don't know what to say to you, Miss Greenslate. I gave your pa my word, and I can't go back on it. Now, if and you'll excuse me. All right. If you want to be a fool, if you want to get killed, go ahead. Don't say I didn't warn you, and, and don't get it into your head that I care one whit about what happens to you. 
doggies. Now just which man killer am I trying to break here? Hi, Hickam. Hold him steady now. Much obliged. Took you long enough. I thought for sure Chris had talked you out of it. I won't say she didn't come close. She's got a way of making a man want to do things for her. Well, you just keep away from that filly. Mr. Greenslate don't like ranch hands sniffing around his daughter. Why, Hickam? You sound as if you expect me to survive this here little encounter with Fireball. I'm obliged for your support. Time to quit jawing, hombre. Let her rip. See you in the doc's office. <laughs> Look at him go. <laughs> that young fella sure can sit a horse. I've never seen anyone stay on Fireball so long. Hey, Hickam, there you are. Are you timing this? Six seconds so far, sir. Fireball's giving him everything he's got. Yes, but Dawson's holding on. I honestly think he's got a chance of breaking it. Oh, Dad, he'll be killed. I can't look. Ten seconds? I'll be dipped. It's a new record. And he's still in the saddle. A and fireball slowing down. What? Oh, my... Look, Dad. Dad, he's done it. I'll be... I never in my born days expected this. What's the time, Hickam? I, uh, well, I stopped watching the clock, sir, but I reckon about 20. 20 seconds. 20 seconds to break a hell horse like Fireball? <laughs> that boy is amazing, Hickam. Yes, sir. Amazing. That's what he is. Christy and I cooked a mess of grub So now that they done edit all them dishes I'm a scrub Oh Consuela, Consuela don't you cry For I didn't mean to splash you and get so pride in your eye Got a towel cookie? Whoop. My water's gone. Mrs. Sutcliffe, ma'am, why'd you have to? Ha <laughs> Cookie, you're such a comical fella. I can't help trying to make you jump. But I would like to help you finish the washing up. Well, there's an apron hanging over there on that nail. It's clean enough, I reckon, to dry them pains with. Thanks, and you call me Molly. No, ma'am, that wouldn't be right. You're my boss's mall. Hmm, suppose I ordered you to call me Molly. Ordered me? Well, I reckon you got some authority on account of your son, huh? Yes, yes, I'd say so. And I also reckon that if and I like my job, I gotta follow orders, huh? Keep going, and you're doing just fine. Molly? Yes, Cookie? <clears throat> you wash. I'll dry.
Okie doke, Dawson. I got your part. Walk slow like. <laughs> Say there, Dawson. I ain't never seen nobody ride a bronc the way you done today. Lord of mercy. <laughs> that old man killer was nothing but a pup when you was done with him. <laughs> Ooh. Thanks, Smokey. Can you help me to my bunk? I was okay while riding him, but now I'm all shaky-like. Ugh. Much obliged. <laughs> Are you sure you ain't shaky from that gal child of green slates and that lip smack she planted on you? Oh, now, Smokey, don't write me about that. That was the last thing I expected to happen. Well, pard, better me riding you than Hickam. That range boss of ours is mighty sweet on that gal. His face was right full of thunder when he saw that kiss. Oh, shoot. Ain't that just my luck? Um, how does she feel about him? Well, Chris Greenslade ain't got time for a sidewinder like Bert Hickam. Why, I could tell you tales about it. About what, Smokey? Oh, um, howdy, Hickam. <laughs> well, gotta go, Dawson. So long. Yep, that's a mighty fine ride today. <laughs> Yeah, Dawson, that was some fine riding. The boss was fairly impressed. Yeah, I noticed he didn't say much to me directly. Well, he was a little head up over you slobbering all over his daughter. Is that what it was, Hickam? I could have swore it was the other way around. But I calmed him down some, and after a minute he kind of laughed and said he'd been so excited about what you'd done he might have kissed you himself. Mm-hmm. Under the circumstances, I'm kind of glad he held back. You got some mouth on you, don't you, Dawson? Well, get this. You may be the hero now, but I'm the range boss. And what I say in this bunkhouse and on the trail goes. You get me, hombre? I get you, Hickam. Is that all? Yeah, that... No, that ain't all. I warned you before, you keep away from Chris Greenslade or... Hickam... Your problem ain't with me keeping away from Miss Greenslate. Your problem's with Miss Greenslate keeping away from me. Why, you no good goddamn son of a bitch. If you weren't flat on your back, I'd teach you some manners. Well, why don't Hickam. I stand up then and... Hickam! Hickam, the boss wants you. What? What, what for? Didn't say rightly. Wants you in a powerful hurry, though. He did say. Oh, howdy, Dawson. Howdy, part. All right. Remember what I said, Dawson. Don't let me catch you. Whew. Saved in the nick of time. I don't think I'd have won that round. Jake Dimes falls back in his bunk, exhausted and sore from the effort of bronco-busting 
and falls into a deep sleep. Will he dream about his sweetheart back in Celestial City, Marigold Pinkelson? Or will he see visions of the new girl, Chris Greenslade? And what of his roly-poly sidekick, Briar Buck, over at the D-Bar-D Ranch? He appears to have his own romantic troubles with Molly Sutcliffe, doesn't he? And what about the payroll robberies? Will our detective get a chance to look into that, or will he have to keep one eye peeled for Hickam? To find out what happens next, tune in to Chapter 3 of Jake Dimes' Range Detective, coming soon. Chapter 2, Taming the Man-Killer, was written, produced, and directed by Pete Lutz and starred Dana Gonzalez as Jake Dimes, Austin Beach as Briar Buck, Kristen DiMercurio as Chris Greenslate, Nancy Bueller as Molly Sutcliffe, Tommy Gregg as Hickam, and Joe Stofko as Fred Greenslate, with additional voices by Owen McEwen, Scott Phillips, Russell Gold, and Pete Lutz. Your announcer was Darren Rockhold. Join us again next time when you'll hear Briar Buck say... Howdy, parts. This ain't no way to greet a feller. Wearing bandanas across your faces and holding guns on him. I ain't got nothing. Listen, you want them vittles under the tarp over there. This has been a 63 Audio production. Somewhere in the lush pastures just outside the Mutual Audio Network building. Wasted away again in Mad Doggeritaville. Lothar, give me the bottle. No. Now. No. Jack said we had to do this. For the AD community. Hey, Jan, we got your text. Hey, yeah, what's up? You said Brother Lothar needed us? Thanks, Jeff, Jack. Uh, yeah, Lothar. He's, well, really wasted. And he won't stop drinking. I think this one's going to take all three of us. Well, I know he likes his cocktails, but isn't this a bit early, even for him? And why is he singing about Mad Dog 2020? Jan, what's this about? Lothar, overheard you talking about Mad Con 2020, and, well, he misheard. Wait. Are you saying that... Yeah, he thought you said there would be three days of Mad Dog 2020, not three days of Mad Con in 2020. And he's like been drinking that swill ever since. Getting in the rain. Oh, let me talk to him. Thanks. I tried to tell him, but I think that stuff's already rotted what's left of his brain. Here, I'll take one for the team. <laughs> hey, brother. Hey, Jeff. You here for some Mad Dog 2020? Um, yeah, but uh, they were out at the store. Can I have a swig off yours? Of course, brother. Lothar, you shouldn't be drinking that. I'm not. <laughs> Jeff is. <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, look, you heard us talking about Mad Dash Con 2020, not Mad Dog 2020. Uh, what's your bucket? Oh, 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 this stuff is almost as bad as Ripple. Mad Dash Con. The modern audio drama convention. It's the first convention of its kind. And it'll occur in 2020. A convention? 
Yes, yes. Producers, directors, writers, editors, composers, actors, and, and fans of audio drama are going to come from all over to Halifax, Nova Scotia for the weekend of July 24th to the 26th of 2020. We have all sorts of things scheduled. We have recording sessions and workshops, panels, and the opportunity for folks, fans, and creators alike to meet in person. www.mad-con.com. That's mad-con.com has all the details, including how to register. That's, that was a really cool idea, man. Oh, that's much better than drinking this stuff. Oh... Oh, I've only had three sips, and I'm not sure I can feel my face. Oh, Come on, honey, let's get you back inside. Thanks, guys. No problem, Lady Jan. We're not going to let him live this one down anytime soon, are we? Oh, I should think not. <laughs> <laughs> <That's right>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Remember to listen and drink responsibly, listeners. Mad Dash Con 2020. Not to be confused with any kind of fortified wine. Oh. Mutual Audio Network. Listening and imagining together.